0: to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar story and join us for a random conversation guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 366 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris and my name's Sam and uh here we are and uh is it, really, is
1: it really, Sam? Are you a doppelganger? Are you just? I, could,
0: I know, I sound the same, but I look very, very different. It's throwing people. People are saying <laughs> it's jarring. They don't like it. And uh, when I try to get them to touch my face, they run away in horror.
1: So Sam has shaved. Now, I have known Sam for quite a few years at this point. I think, no, I've never seen you fully shaved. I, I've seen you with a, a small amount of growth, I think, when you first.
0: No, hit. no, that's wrong. Last time I was fully shaved, clean shaven, on my face, I would will we'll, we'll admit, just my face, was about 10 years ago, and it's when we did that crazy short film when we all thought you knew what you were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That's when our last time I was clean shaven.
1: Wow. So and anyway, reason, um, so he know. just jumped on, just for everybody listening. Sam's just jumped on the um, on the Zoom. I haven't obviously seen you for a week. And, uh, yeah, it was surprising. It's surprising. And you look so much younger. Oh, so much younger.
0: <laughs> my special ability. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, so basically, yeah, so we have to wear N95 masks at work sometimes, well, most of the time, and uh, especially when we're in the building and stuff like that. And, yeah. Uh, for them to be effective, you have to be clean shaven. And they basically told me I had to shave. All right. And, uh, but I've got a mask on most of the time. So no, I don't think anybody's clicked really apart from the big, big boss that told me to shave uh, that I'm fully clean shaven. Cause I don't have, I can't take my mask off while I'm inside. Yeah. yeah and, true. Uh, but I will say that gives a really good seal. And once you wear an N95 mask, I really don't want to wear a surgical mask ever again. Like yeah,
1: because we we uh, so we had cloth masks at work. Like yeah, the boss's mum had had made a hundred cloth oh, masks yeah, yeah. or whatever. And and I I quite like that. And I've been using that, and I've been you know throwing in the wash. And I've got three of them, I think. So throwing them on the wash and using them. And they're okay. Surgical mask is better. Um, but net I I turned up to work the other day for a meeting, and I was the only one wearing a cloth mask because I hadn't had the memo yet. Um, oh, yeah, 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 they're
0: out. They're and I was in a whole-
1: meeting and he he says, so, yeah, we're all using the surgical mask now, except Chris, who will go and change straight after this meeting. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah. But so, that, whole, um, that whole homemade industry of um the cloth masks, they must have, like, just tanked.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, there wasn't one two years ago anyway, so...
0: No, no. Like I hope they, I uh, hope they made bank out of it. And yeah, well. no, I, I'm,
1: I'm sure. Well, I, I think, um, I think a lot of that was freebies, though,
0: right? Freebies? Yeah, uh,
1: were, were people getting making money out of it? I don't think. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, there was, uh, yeah, there was people that ramped up overnight and they were making. There, I don't know if we mentioned it. There was a woman making like twenty thousand dollars, like every couple of days when it, oh, uh, when, yeah, yeah, when it went full, and they they were having trouble sourcing enough elastic i think for the back or something originally it was a whole thing it was huge Uh, anyway um yeah i'm clean shaven at the moment i actually shaved again today so i shaved this all off on saturday uh and i shaved again today because it's actually growing back way faster than it ever has before which i'm quite liking um
1: so how do you feel about being clean shaven just curious
0: Oh, I don't like it. I prefer to have the beard and the mow. Oh, because I shaved, I shaved just the beard off originally, and I had the mow, which is quite big. And I just walked out, and everybody goes, "Nope." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, no, that's right. I feel weird about it too." And then I trimmed it, and then that looked even weirder. So uh, it all went. And but I, but I, uh, I did say, look, you uh, like Sarah and my daughter. I said, look. You will be happy to know that I told you ahead of time. I just didn't do it and then appeared. And they're like, yeah, no, we would not have been very happy if you just did that because we're barely, we're barely coping as it is. Uh, and we knew you were going to do it. Because uh, I don't think Sarah's ever seen me clean shaven before. And the last time I was clean shaven, my daughter would have been like little. like a Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm looking forward to when I can grow it back properly. But who knows when that'll be.
1: Oh, okay. So we're definitely going to have a photo or something on at least the Facebook page. So you'll you'll get. Oh, to I've the, got
0: a before and after photo if you want to.
1: Yeah, we'll put that on the, the the Facebook page. So if you're not already there, actually, go, we go should go just look do, up the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook. Uh, yeah, like maybe the page. Then,
0: no, maybe we should. Just, I'd just do it as the show image, and we'll just call it like clean shaven or something. Yeah, that might do. that might draw some people in.
1: Or scare them off.
0: Well, either, uh, it's hard to tell. <laughs>
1: no that's cool uh cool uh all right so anyway that was that it's was thrown you a, hasn't
0: it's still it yeah, really he's has just, he, really he's has like i want to turn the video off
1: um cool all right so moving, <laughs> moving on to something that's not as weird um what do we got here i i had a uh drop kick or kickstart, kickstart or drop kick
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, what the, was other, it? What the other was week it?
1: which i didn't we didn't bring up but i thought i'd have a quick look at it it's called the golf bore and it's Boar is B-O-A-R, which is short for, or acronym, ball on a rope.
0: Oh, okay. Right. And so... um, I did look at this, actually. Every now and then I click into your things. Um, Yeah, so... Because I watched the video.
1: Yeah, yeah, I watched the video. And I I just thought it was interesting. So basically what it is, is the story was good. I mean, you know, the guy went to... I think it's the granddad died, like, so that... The guy yep. and his son went in and his father had died and there was a golf bag. So he goes, oh, maybe we'll, we'll learn to play golf. I used to play golf with my dad when I was a kid. I'll take my kid to play golf. And in it, there was this golf ball on a string with a spike. Yep. You stick the spike in the ground, you hit the golf ball and then pull it back. And he thought, this is actually a really good idea. So he made a decent one. Uh, manufactured it and that's what they're doing for the kickstarter um it seems so freaking obvious to me that i'm like what has nobody
0: done this i don't know that's what i was wondering because there's soccer balls on a string there's tennis balls on a string there's everything else on a string i'm sure this has been sort of i've got a funny feeling at mum and dad's dad had a I don't know why, because he just hoards stuff and collects stuff more than anything. He had like this little uh concrete block with a dip in it, and then attached to that was a golf ball with a bit of string, and it was like to chip into this little hole.
1: Yeah. I'm I, I think I might have seen something like that. So um at the moment it's uh it it's got a goal of um twenty thousand dollars, New Zealand okay. dollars. Yeah, yeah. And people have pledged uh, 2,746.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's going to make it. Like, I don't know if a diehard golfer would buy this or if the market is sort of like your casual golfer. But I do like that they reckon you can hit it as hard as you want. Uh, there's a spring that sort of takes a lot out of it. It won't come back and hit you, apparently.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's really good. And I think their market really is, you want to get your kids into golf? This is the safe way to do it.
0: But it's great because you could like literally in their videos and stuff, it's like just put it in a park or your backyard and just smash a golf ball. Because yeah. for some people, you just want to smash a golf ball.
1: Yeah. And and that's why I say, I think it's a great thing for, for if you want to bring your kids into the game.
0: So, mm-hmm. so they do two. There's an eight meter one with eight meter bit of string or a 15 meter one. And it's $75 or $80. It's only five bucks difference, which makes sense because it's just a bit of string. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool actually. I, 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 I don't think, I don't know. I wouldn't go out and buy one necessarily at that price, no. just because uh, I'm not that. And influenced. I think that
1: price, is, personally, I think that price is a little high. Although it's, it looks, it's a nice little bit of kit. So um, check it out. We'll have the links in the show notes. Check it out and see what you think. But it, it's created quite nicely. It ties up very nicely, and and it, you can put it in your pocket effectively, or or in a little bag. Um, and um, and then you just take it out, put the spike in, yeah. spike it into the ground, and away you go. Pull um, it out
0: and smash it. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a pretty cool little idea.
1: Anyway, that was, uh, that was my opening gambit for this podcast. <laughs> oh, I,
0: I'm now looking at trending projects. I'm going to find you something. that. Uh, oh, this just To be honest, there's so many random games on here now, like board games and that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This thing's called duo cover. Tap into your microwave's potential. Chris, if you ever wanted to step up your microwave game with the next generation invention that delivers tastier food with zero splatter or finger burns. So
1: a finger burns a thing.
0: No, I suppose if you jam your finger in straight after, but basically, (laughs) you know how you can get a silicon collapsible bowl. Yeah. Yep. Well, they've got one of those and they've stuck it onto the top of the microwave roof and it comes down like a cone. It's like the uh, cone of silence sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's only 63 hours to go. Now, their goal was only um, 7539 New Zealand, dollars. so maybe 10 grand US. How much have they raised?
1: Hang on, their goal was 7,000?
0: 7, yeah, 7,000 New Zealand, which I'm assuming... Would be
1: like 5 grand US.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, five grand US is their goal. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, oh, I, I for a co- silicon cone that sticks to the top of your microwave and stops splatter. I, I reckon they get like a green. I,
0: I will tell you. Hang on. I I will tell you how much it costs to get one. To get one a duro cover, it's thirty bucks.
1: Oh, maybe they get two grand by now.
0: One point one million dollars. What? I'll send send you the link and you'll uh, probably repeat that sentence, that word phrase you just said then, because you'll be like, hang on. It's literally just a plastic thing stuck to the roof of a microwave. It's it's the really simple ideas for day-to-day stuff. It's fixing a problem of, you know, people don't want the dirt. They don't want the bloody whatever. Um, It's yeah. Literally a plastic thing. Oh, it goes, Oh. Oh, look, you can pull it down to grab your hot plate. You can put it over the plate uh, on a table to keep it warm. Oh, I see. See, so i got a few yes, things, but basically... A few,
1: few different, um, yeah, uses. I oh, see what on. they mean about the burnt fingers, actually, because I have done that the other day. I um, picked mm. up a porridge I, I had in there, and it's like pretty hot uh, bowl, but used the silicon thing to pick the bowl up. Mm. Yeah. So. Right. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm... Yeah, I, I would not have guessed a million dollars in it a million years. Holy crap.
0: And literally, uh, they, they, once they have that set up at the manufacturer, that can't cost much to make. Oh, hell no. Oh, look, you come down and... Uh,
1: there's recipes.
0: There's Swedish dishcloths. There's uni-lid sets, which are rubber lids that go over bowls and stuff. There's Ziploc. Oh, it's is these people that make bloody rubber kitchen stuff. Okay, Top of our list of our own Kickstarter ideas, Chris, is we have to pick uh, something normal, another industry, and combine it with kitchen. I think we'll be on a winner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We will do one of these one of these days. And uh, I'm pretty disappointed with the the our fans that listen to this and haven't given us any great ideas so far.
0: They don't want to give us the ideas, Chris, because they realize we will take it to the market and we will make the money.
1: Yeah, well, we'll give them a thanks, though. We'll give them a shout out.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, if you make sure a million
1: will. dollars, we'll definitely shout out. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, a shout out. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
1: something like that. Anyway, um, okay, I'm going to go on to another tangent now. Um, Good. I, I saw this on the, the news the other day and I, I did a little bit of looking it up, but unfortunately, I found nothing more. So, um,
0: okay.
1: Sweden, cigarette butts are a big problem. It's a country. Um, One billion cigarette butts are left on Sweden's streets each year, representing 62% of all litter. How much? One billion cigarette no,
0: butts. Six sixty
1: 60 what? 62% of all litter.
0: I can't work out if the place is really clean except for cigarette butts or if there's a whole bunch. like A lot of a smokers. Shit, that's a, I mean, that's a lot of cigarette butts.
1: Yep. Um so yeah I, I yeah that, that's whatever um so uh Södertälje oh god I know it's a Swedish word spends I think it might be the name of the department spends 20 million Swedish krona on street cleaning it might be the name of a town okay, uh, okay I'm not sure it's, it's spelled S O D E R T A L J E Södertälje so
0: I'm almost I'm almost there, but this website is throwing up all the bloody cookie crap I don't care about.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if you're going to the one I'm looking at anyway because I think I've found another one that I didn't put the link in there.
0: Oh, I found so, a link, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm on a link. I'm on The Guardian. At
0: yeah, the moment. me
1: too, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, so what they're doing is they're training crows, the New Caledonian crows, which are a member of the Corvid family of birds, um, and they have as good reasoning as human seven-year-olds. Is yeah, that's right.
0: They're is. super
1: smart. Yeah, they're really smart. The smartest birds, And they are cleaning the streets of cigarette butts. So basically what they've set up is they've taught some crows and that's what I was trying to find out is how they teach them but nowhere can I find oh, no, no, they how they're no. teaching
0: them. That's probably um, like commercially sensitive.
1: It probably is. So anyway they're teaching them to um pick up cigarette butts and take them to a bin they drop them in the bin and a treat is released for the birds.
0: And these are wild birds taking part on a voluntary basis. Yes now because they teach each other don't they?
1: Yeah once 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 somebody they start it 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 just Yeah, it goes out, and everybody does it. Now, the interesting thing I did find out was Mm. through my whole two minutes of research, um, they started doing this in 2018, and then they stopped because they were worried about what it would do for the crows. Because if it's not challenging or mentally stimulating enough – it yeah. might have an adverse effect for them because do they, they st- really need to be mentally stimulated.
0: Oh, do they stop doing it then, or do they do something else? I would
1: have said they just got bored and stopped doing it if they got.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: if if they're like, oh, I feel a bit peckish, I'll go and grab a couple of butts and throw them away and get a couple of treats or whatever. I don't see the issue. Um, I would see that it would get less um, effective over time, but that's like anything, really. So I don't see the problem with that. But anyway, since they've redone it or they're uh, going forward with it, maybe they did some research and went, nah, crows are all good. They're not dumb. It's not like cocaine. Well, maybe that's what they're giving them as treats. But um,
0: maybe it's
1: it's, it's not like, you know, going to do them any harm. If they get sick of picking up butts, they're going to stop picking up butts. They're wild animals. You know, it's not like they're being forced to do anything. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. And what it reminded me of was, now, this stuck in my mind, and I don't know whether you told me about it or it just came up in the podcast or what, Mm. was the um, sparrows in Dunedin that were the very first um, sparrows to show intelligence in the world because they were flying in front of um, the automatic door openers on shopping malls because they wanted to get in and they'd fly up, hover over it, fly down and go through the door and um it was the first time it had been observed anywhere in the world this was four or five years ago
0: oh Um, no i haven't didn't hear about that one
1: okay all right so that was really cool and um yeah it 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 just shows that we have an impact on this planet regardless of uh, you know what we're doing um we're evolving other species (laughs) Yeah, Whether yeah. that's a good thing or a bad
0: thing, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, yeah. those turtles love eating those plastic straws. So. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, snorting cocaine through a straw is a lot easier if the straw is always attached to your nose. You know, of course. So, um, not that I, I would know. I don't.
0: I I don't really want to stay with um, Kickstarter right now, but I just clicked on another button. Chris, it's me into subject. Other... <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> and,
1: bounce back to and Kickstarter. And the only
0: the only reason I'm talking about this is because I've been getting Instagram ads for this exact product. OK, so I clicked on the projects near you and I didn't realize this is a New Zealand based thing from New Plymouth. I'll send you the link. Yeah, do. Uh, it, it is another golf based one. Uh, and I don't know if this actually works or if anyone would ever use it. But I thought the idea was interesting. Uh, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago to Sarah, I think, because it was on an ad. I was like, look at this random thing. Um, and it's basically an adjustable golf club. So, you can play a whole round of golf with one golf club because you adjust the angle of the head, apparently.
1: Does it do the putter
0: as well? Um, I would assume. No, no you, you'd need a putter. P is pitching. Yeah, I was so, going to say. Yeah, no. So, putters, you need this and putter. Yeah. But look, they just rotate it. And anyway, they want ten grand. they have got $235,000 um on instagram people were asking all these questions and they were like oh no we've got a pro golfer there's some pro- really high up people testing it they've designed by a team that have created clubs for TaylorMade and Titleist, and apparently yeah even the manufacturers sort of tied in with the golf space uh yeah it's pretty it,
1: interesting. it does look quite pro i've got to say it's not it like it does big, but uh, it'd be
0: super gimmicky if you just rocked up with that i don't know but, hey, it's a brand new thing. It's disrupting maybe golf.
1: Oh, no, it's, it's not a bad idea,
0: I think. And um, Oh, no, it is putter. Putter is five degrees. Is there it? There we go. It's got putter-stinger hybrid, and then it does six to nine iron, pitching, sand, sand, and then lob. It's got all the degrees. So putter is at five degrees. So that's when it's at, um, yeah, nothing, yeah. I guess.
1: Oh, wow. So we'll have the, the link for that in the show notes as well. And it yep. does look pr- pretty. You'd, it'd be quite funny. You go, ah, oh, my caddy can just carry this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you're super rich and you just have like, oh, why would you? You'd have? Normal, I was going to say you have a whole bunch and they're all adjusted to the thing. Oh, I, <laughs> uh, I, I may yeah. have lost some <laughs> of my mental capability. <laughs> uh, might cut that out. Uh, <laughs> no,
1: no leave that in that's uh that's gold that's gold uh, so,
0: did, did you see there's a spaceX booster rocket on collision course with the moon
1: yes yes uh yes, well I, I only saw that thing so wh- what what do we got about that
0: oh uh, it's been floating around for seven years and uh, initially it went up into space to launch a weather satellite yeah it's just been floating around and i think it's one of the only things like that that's actually been on a collision course for the moon so it remains unclear due to the unpredictable effect of sunlight pushing on the rocket on the exact spot that it will hit. Um, it's probably going to slightly alter its orbit, uh, but the bulk of the moon is in its way. So
1: so there's a good chance it'll hit it.
0: I think they're excited because we get to see something hit the moon. <laughs> I mean,
1: who wouldn't yeah, want to see Well, that? you know, you could just get the Russians to fire some uh, missiles at it. Speaking of Russians, have you heard uh, the story of the Irish fisherman versus the Russian Navy? No. What, Seriously, did
0: it? Did it uh, don't think so. Did it involve a dead Ru- uh, Irishman? No.
1: No, not not yet. Uh, I don't think it's happened yet, or is happening. Probably yet, as this is coming out, it, <laughs> this is big news around the world. Um, so the Russians, obviously, so
0: big. I've never heard of it.
1: Yeah, the Russians obviously are um, you know pushing into Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now um, there's a Russian. Um, what do they call it? Military exercise, naval exercise, just okay. happening off the sea of off the Irish coast. Like it's it's out of it's into international waters from the Irish. Yeah, okay. Coast, but, but, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's part yeah. of the Irish fishing grounds. And and one of the things is uh, to give you the fuller history when uh, Brexit happened. Yeah. Um, a lot of that uh fishing grounds got taken back by a bunch of Europe and stuff, oh, okay. and yeah, and so Irish have got a smaller fleet than someone that's landlocked in Europe because of the way the whole thing worked. It's like ridiculous, they're, they're not happy about it anyway. So they've got pretty strong representation, if you want to call it that, union-style representation. And they've done a lot of uh, different uh, protests in the past. They've they've sailed their their boats up the Liffey, and they've sailed them up, I I think, other rivers even in in Europe. So um, anyway, these uh, Russians are coming and doing these um, military exercises right in their – it's a type of prawn that they they fish for, oh, okay. and, and yeah. they, it's very seasonal. I think they can only do it twice a year, mm. and um, is very restricted, you know, you, your quotas, right? And it's like, well, I don't care if the Russians are firing live things. First of all, don't fire live things around our fishing grounds, because if you destroy our fish, we're going to be pissed. Yeah. Secondly, we've got a week or two that we're going to be out there fishing for this stuff so we're going <laughs> um this is a peaceful protest we you know why are we the fishermen doing this one of the things that hasn't been reported widely which is interesting i think is that the undersea network of internet connections and stuff oh
0: just has happens a to nexus
1: go... in the sea around that area oh, okay. and one of the uh, russian um how
0: convenient
1: Uh, vessels in their navy a naval adjacent vessel is a research ship which has these submersible um vehicles that Mm. can cut cables um they've been caught cutting cables in different places
0: Yeah, yeah
1: and at least one military uh strategist has said that um if i was to start a war like invade ukraine and i wanted maximum uh Upset, I'd cut the main Nexus internet connections through Europe and give them a bit of a uh, internet headache, if yeah. if you will. So that's happening this week. Oh no. So that's there's crazy. there's quite a few layers to the story. Um, it's quite interesting, and I you've got to go with the with the um the, the fishermen. So anyway, the fishermen. Had these big, um, you know, they were big news in Ireland, and there was a bunch of radio um, interviews with them and TV interviews with them, and they're like, "No, nope, we're going, we're going," and the um, the Russian said, "No, you shouldn't go. It's it's dangerous. You shouldn't go." And the Irishman, you know, this is all playing out through the news. Uh, they're interviewed again, and they said, "Oh, this guy said you shouldn't go." And he goes, "I'm not Russian. They can say whatever the hell they like." <laughs> You tell yeah. them, <laughs> you tell them, I take that threat as an insult because I'm not Russian. So anyway, the uh, the Russians invited them, the Russian ambassador to Ireland, invited them to the embassy. They went in, they had a good chat and some photos, and they're all happy. And the Irishman come out and they say, um, you know, this is an Irish fisherman, not the government. We've got to speak at this point. It's the Irish fisherman. Patrick Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And he comes out and he goes, well, we've got an absolute guarantee from the the Russian ambassador that we will be there. We're going there. We're not calling off the thing. We're going there because we've got to be fishing. But they will see where we are and they will give us an envelope around us where they're not going to be firing. And they guarantee our safety. And then... 15 minutes later or something, or a couple of hours later, the uh, Russian government goes, no such thing was given. No such safe conduct. No such gu- guarantee was given. So, yeah, interesting times uh, if you're an Irish fisherman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sound right. like a tough lot of guys. Like, seriously. Um, they it sound, does. Yeah.
0: So the Russian ambassador said on Saturday now that they are going to uh, – relocate at scheduled military drills apparently just so they're a bit further away now
1: oh really okay yeah so I hadn't caught up on that one so no, yeah. it sounds
0: like that's the latest they got so much pressure from the Irish fishermen and sort of stuff they were like look' it's probably drawing too much attention to whatever they're really doing yeah yeah, yeah that old trick
1: yeah so anyway uh, I thought that was really interesting and I've been watching that a little bit last, Talk, uh, talking
0: week. about boats and stuff uh, Hamilton's commuter ferry service has uh, been canned. They're not doing that anymore. The water taxi service. Oh. So they because bought, it,
1: never, it never got off the ground. It hasn't started
0: yet, has it? Yeah, it has, but nobody gave a shit. Um, no, he's it started last year and he was going to test the city's appetite for commuter river trail, but there's too many incidents of bloody swimmers hanging around the jetties and not moving out of the way for the um the boats. So they're still offering the cruisers. But they can't berth at Hamilton Gardens because that's where everybody goes and jumps off. What anyway? So the, he just says look, no, we've got other problems at other landings. Someone detached one of the jetties and it floated down the river. I mean, how well was that constructed? And um, they're only going. Have they
1: on heard the f- of a padlock.
0: Yeah, they're, exactly. <laughs> they're, own, <laughs> they're only they're only doing the uh, the 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 dining one from that fancy jetty they built down the road from our old house. Yeah. So that was all good. But the city council's unit director of Parks and Recreation says, oh, we realized that there were some problems, but we thought the issues were solved. And they said, well, if we heard from him, we might be able to work it out. But uh, we didn't. So I don't know. I reckon if you, have you seen the jetty at Hamilton Gardens?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I haven't. Oh, it's not that big. It's only a little thing, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's decent size, but like, it is a really good spot I could see for swimmers. but. Could, like,
1: because did you go to Bex and um, no wedding? No, oh, okay, because we 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 docked there. Um, oh, right, so it's it the wrong. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to think, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why that's the only reason I know. It. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, that was the only time I've been on there. Um, and I was thinking it from a boat point of view, not from a swimming point of view. So,
0: and there wasn't, I know, there, but you know. like, if they actually. Fenced it off and built it properly. I'm sure you could keep swimmers away from it. Well, the boat, if you gave the, the swimmers exactly something goes.
1: else to do, and you made a bit of a jungle gym for the swimmers with a bit of a rope and stuff, and go swim there and dive off there, it's all safe. Yeah. Then you'd be. I fine. know. It you seems know? a little bit crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's but that's that's a typical um, council type thing, and I and I'm not giving a hassle to Hamilton City Council. I'm talking about any council, pretty much. I think. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they're Very all a bit good. like
0: that. Okay, what else have we got here? Um, i got one real quick story to end the podcast.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: So uh, there's uh, the first bit's just average, and then I'll tell you the other bit, which I didn't realise you could do. Apple Maps have erected a gigantic digital wall around Tim Cook's house to hide it. So it looks like I'm, it, it's just all blurred out. Like, the house is where it is, but it's just a blur, so you can't see it.
1: Right? Hang on. What are you saying oh, like on 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 google maps
0: yeah it's just all blurred out like it's oh, just a- on
1: apple apple maps okay no all google
0: right. maps and apple maps on both of them it's just a blur
1: i, I thought you were meaning in life for a minute there because you said
0: oh no <laughs> You've got a
1: digital blur and i'm like you yeah. drive down the street and one side's all blurry and the other side you can see fine what's going
0: on no 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 so <laughs> but basically he's got the stalker that keeps turning up and says that um, she's his wife and all this sort of stuff. And they're a bit crazy and that's all good, but you can hide your house yourself. Um, You can request it in Google maps and Apple and fill out a form and they'll just blur it. The benefit, I guess for Tim Cook's house is you can't see it to figure out how to scale the wall. Yeah. And, and what security systems are in place, but you know where it is. But if you're looking at a map in New Zealand and you're just like, it's all just blurred out, you're like, okay, what's going on there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I suppose that makes sense. If, you, if he's got a, a few acres, I'm assuming, and you go, oh, yeah, there's a tree over there. And then if I go over that wall there, then I can hide behind that. Shit, there i'll send you the link so you can
0: see the no no i'll send you the link so you can see the picture no no he lives in like a little tiny house because he's tim cook he doesn't really care about stuff oh that's cool um
1: oh i see the picture okay
0: yeah yeah that's random
1: that's that's weird that's weird
0: anyway that brings us to the end of a podcast with less facial hair than it's ever had
1: Yes, yes. Well, I've still got a mo. I I
0: I'm I'm
1: I'm feeling a little betrayed by your uh lack of appreciation of the Mo.
0: Um <laughs> It looks great. Looks great. Oh
1: no. My, mine's going so gray that it's it mm. sort of does look a little distinguished these days. Mm. Um so yeah. I'll I'll go with that.
0: Very good. Uh make sure to check out the website, Kristen. Is it the? the chris and sam podcast.com
1: podcast. yep. uh,
0: listen to us wherever and uh tell us uh give us some feedback if you want yeah
1: and tell a friend tell a friend okay. to check it out that would okay. be great we would appreciate that
0: until next time i'm sam i'm chris see ya bye hope you enjoy the show make sure to subscribe and will catch you next week don't forget to tell your friend